All right, here we go on the 22. After yesterday's inspiring tale, not just really a tale, but inspiring words from uh, an amateur, oof, hate this word, amateur podcaster. What a, I mean, this is a bad word. Just really pigeonholed you from the get go. Uh, from amateur podcaster about being about striving for perfection, about not limiting yourself, about improving your craft. I've come in today unprepared. Good morning. Oh, and speaking of amateur, amateur police officers walking their doggies this morning in the complex. I think when you get older, cars go about. 30 miles faster than they're going in real life in your eyes. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the complex, I could be going 50 miles an hour. And they're, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow it down. So after all that talk yesterday, be the best you can be. All that kind of shit. Come in, I, come, I come unprepared this morning. <laughs> I come with nothing. I come with absolutely nothing. You know, last night I was up I'm not gonna. It's, this is gonna be it's a weird. This is gonna be a weird thirty seconds. Cause I, but I, you know that you know the song "Comfortably Numb," where he talks about your hands feel like two balloons. I, I felt like that last night. My sleep and my face too. It was fucking weird. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt like that for I don't know how long. Could have been five minutes. Could have been two hours. I have no idea. Fucking weird night. I did have a cool dream though. Uh, I think I was like a crooked cop or something, and we did some, I was, did something with a, a team of three or four other people. I think three other people, and we hid. And I kept asking uh, somebody that I was working with, "Do we have the guns?" And she was like, "Yeah." I said, like, "Well, can I have the gun? We're gonna we're gonna need them soon." She's like, "Yeah, yeah." And she kept yesing me to death. And then eventually, the the heat came, and uh, well, we didn't get away. The back door, I couldn't get out the back door. I was making my escape. Back door wasn't open. And last thing I remember seeing gunshots off off the back door. So, I assume I bit it. It didn't work out too well. Life of crime, there you go, doesn't pay. Even in your fucking dreams. I mean, do you, got, do you have a fucking blinker, lady? Do you have a blinker? Nope, you're texting, though. You're texting and driving. You can't put your blinker on. I would have gone uh, 10 seconds early. Put your fucking blinkers on, man. It's not just, it's not for people behind you. It's for everybody in the road. There's nobody around you. I don't really give a shit, but I'm fucking. So a year ago today, a tornado ripped through this town. Um, we didn't get hit too bad. A town over got fucking slaughtered. Uh, pretty, pretty awfully. They're still, I mean, they were cleaning up for six, seven months, eight months after. Uh, those tornadoes. But I remember I was leaving work and it was just at 5 o'clock and even, I live... Maybe drive's about an hour away, tops. I mean, traffic to make it up to two hours, but... I mean, with no traffic, it's about an hour ride. And I could see... And we're right in the water and I could see inland, it was dark. I mean, it was dark as night. Like, it was cloudy. So, me being the hero that I am, I said, I need to go towards the, I need to go towards the storm, to, because that's the only place that they sell beer, so I ran, I didn't really run, but I went to get beer, I was like, well, this is, this is going to be a disaster, I need beer, um, 
good thing because we ended up getting the train ended up getting delayed. We stopped in Darien, Connecticut. No, not Darien. Darien's nice, but it was shit. I can't remember. Not Rowayton. Rowayton, don't get stuck in Rowayton. That is a fucking shithole. There's nothing to do around the... Uh, I'm sure it's like a nice area, um, but there's nothing to do around the train station. That's just how I judge an entire town. Whatever, wherever we got stuck, there's a there's a bar outside. So I went, I just went to go have a drink at the bar. I finished my beers. We ended up like inching up, and we weren't leaving. So I went to have a drink at the bar. Anyway, talking to my wife this whole time, I'm like, "There's tornado warnings up by you. You better, if you hear anything or it gets bad, just go to the basement." It's my my wife. I'm I'm not talking that turn here because this is a constant issue. Not issue. This is a constant conversation we're having. Just her grasp of time is a little different than yours and mine <laughs> and I'm like well just and she's like well I need to move the car and I was like well I don't know if that's really necessary anyway she moved the fucking car she's like I was going back inside and well I can move the car into the garage as she's going back inside she's like the wind whipping up she says she saw like the like the beginnings of a tornado I'm not sure that's accurate that seems a little bit too uh uh, Wizard of Oz to me, but uh, it's fine. <laughs> and the got inside, got the kids in the basement, and and waited out. There was no really. I mean, some trees, some branches down, but nothing really crazy around us. I mean, there was damage to roofs and trees down everywhere um, in the surrounding areas. But I guess, yeah. I mean, there could have been just a couple of trees near us that could have done some damage, but those those were untouched. But that was one year ago. And I came back, you know, half in the back. It was tough to get back, too, because uh, even trees were down on the highway. That's right. I forgot about that. Trees, like, across two lanes on the highway. People had, we had to go around. It was, uh, I mean, exciting. I can't believe it was a year ago. I figured, I thought that would be a little later into the summer. But, um, yeah, happy anniversary, that tornado that ripped right through us. Headline this morning was, the New Orleans Pelicans earned the first pick of the draft. Not... You did not earn shit. You didn't earn shit. This isn't Amy Dufresne swimming through shit to get his freedom. No. You guys had a disaster of a year. You had a 6% chance of winning this lottery. Your superstar quit on you. When that, that's all, folks. You, If anybody doesn't deserve it, besides the Knicks, it's the Pelicans fucking 6% chance. You didn't earn anything, man. That's like saying that's like saying that a lotto winner earned his retirement. No, you got lucky. You got lucky. And you're buying lotto tickets. No, it's a lot of money. If you're buying lotto tickets, you're not, you know, you're not as well off as you want to be, okay? I'm not saying it's, I don't, I don't want to, pe- people like piss on the lotto, I don't fucking have a problem with the lotto. People piss on lottery because uh, it feels like a, people who rip on it call it like a poor person's tax. That's bullshit. I don't, I don't appreciate that. Yeah, because gamblers like it too. Maybe it's a gambler. Maybe you just want to try and... I don't know. You get like that little jolt of uh, adrenaline like you get when you sit at a craps table. When you're doing a scratch off, or maybe you're just watching the numbers come out. 
1023, numbers get pulled in Connecticut, just so you know. Pick three and play four, or pe- play three and pick four. I don't know how, I don't forget. I forget which one's the play, which one's the pick. So Pelicans, uh, they get the first pick. They win the Zion sweepstakes. Knicks go three. Look, looks like they're uh, in on R.J. Barrett. John Morant, probably the number two pick. I mean, the Knicks, really, I just, I've gone over this before. I can't believe this was their strategy. Stupid. Fucking put up to a lottery. Stupid. But we'll get more into that later. Let's see. We got a... This is another big weekend coming up. There's a lot going on. Preakness. U.S. Wait. U.S. Open is this weekend? Open? Yeah, the Open. Uh, And uh, Deontay Wilder fights. And Wilder's a must-watch. If you like like boxing at all, or if you don't like boxing... Wilder's like one of the guys you can watch. Him and Fury put on a hell of a show. Wilder comes out there. He's very aggressive. He doesn't do a lot of dance around the ring. He wants to hurt people. He, um, he's, he's, he's a little bit wild, but a good control. I mean, he gave, a, he gave Fury a great fight. So th- this is a much watch. Because you, with him, you can, see, you can see blood. You can see knockouts. So we're looking forward to that. And the Preakness. So Preakness, U.S. Open, boxing. Um, it's a weird Preakness this year. So no Triple Crown winner possibility. Maximum Security's out. One of the top forces. I'm not sure if uh, I even look. The original favorite for the Derby, is he, is he in? What was his name? Ocean Breeze or something? I don't even fucking remember his name. See, I'm unprepared. I got fucking nothing. I got nothing. Oh, I do have this. I do want to talk about this. Okay. So, at the U.S. Open this weekend, it's played at Beth Page, Beth Page Black uh, on Long Island. I've played at Beth Page... Oh, my God. That's a tough one. I've played at Beth Page Yellow before, which... I mean, if you want to figure out what's like the kids' course and which is the hard one, what do you think is the easy one, the black or yellow? Uh, yellow is like the kids' course, but it's still it's still fucking impossible. Uh, and that was years ago. I played that course, and um, so the black course. Um, it's been all over social media this week that the, there's a whole thing like it's for only for skilled caution or beware or something like that, only for skilled golfers, that kind of thing. That's a tough ass course and a lot of walking. It's long. It's hilly. There's a lot going on in this course. When John Daly gets a pass, John Daly's 50-some-odd years old, maybe 60 almost. And he got a cart pass, which I personally don't have a problem with because I'm a fucking, I'm a fan. I want to see Daly out there. I think it adds a little bit. He's not going to make it to Saturday. I mean, you're not going to make the cut, let alone be in contention on Sunday. So I, I don't have a problem with it. Other players do have a problem with it because it's they, they probably because it sets a bad precedent. Now, I'm gonna say 15 years ago or maybe a little bit more. I think a guy's name was Paul K- or Casey Martin. Paul Casey's a, I think a current golfer. Casey Martin. He got a he was born with an ailment and he couldn't physically walk a course and he got a pass to play in a couple of tournaments with a cart. 
And Tiger then, I think Tiger went to school with the kid. And Tiger then complained about it. And he still, and Tiger still has complaints about it. Um, because, and he has a legitimate complaint about it. Because in 2008, he woke, he walked U.S. Open on Sunday and on Monday playoff. He walked on a broken leg. He had to, like a partially torn ACL. And he walked that course. And he won the U.S. Open. He beat Rocco Mediate. Now, 2008 Tiger Woods is much different than 2019 John Daly. In 2008 Tiger Woods is better than any incarnation of John Daly, even with a broken leg. But still, he's got a very good point. But at the same time, I just for the, you got to put him out there for the fans. And this is New York. Fans love Daly. Um, they just like to see him. He's not, you know you're not, he's not going to be around for too many more of these opens. Um, you, you know, it's, you know, it's, it, Jack and Arnie, and uh, these old timers—they they would always come back for these for these majors. CMT off is always a big deal. Daly's not in that class, but he was a fan favorite for a long time. Let him go out there. But he's right. I mean, he's right though. Like you can't you can't expect to be driving a cart. Daly says he can't really get he can't go six holes without having a problem. Look, man. I want to see Daly out there. And that also brought up a little contrast in my thinking. Because Daly is revered for being like this piece of shit. This white trash, cigarette in his mouth, you know, like going to Hooters after the games. After the games, after this round. You know, drinking in his trailer, shit like that. He's revered for that. People love that every man kind of um, image that he has. Flaws and all, you know what I mean? No, Tiger, he had this downfall. And I was, I'm in on, I was like a little, I was a little bit, uh, like, turned off by all that. And I think it's because we all christened him, like, the, the chosen one. He was supposed to be the next guy. All right, and you don't see Jack Nichols banging hooker, banging porn stars uh, two at a time either. You know what I mean? So you put him on a level with Nicholas and Tom Watson and Seve Biceros and all these all these legends and you expect him to kind of carry himself in a similar way when that's not him. Okay. Now, sure, he was... He had, he had problems with his family and stuff like that. And... You... you you're kind of, especially now, like, as I'm a family man, I have my own kids and stuff, you're, you're like, you're kind of turned off by all that. But I'm also the guy who, I've been talking about daily before, I love, the, I love heroes with flaws. I don't like the perfect chin. Like, nobody likes Superman because he's too perfect, okay? I mean, one of my favorite celebrities of all time is Sinatra, and that guy is flawed beyond belief. I mean, he was not a great father. He cheated on probably every wife he ever had, except for maybe uh, the last one, Barbara, right? I think that was her last name, Barbara. Um, and that's only because he was probably too old. But I'm not saying, but then again, he might have. <laughs> he was still Sinatra. And I, even now, I'm talking about it, I'm fucking laughing about it. And uh, I don't know, maybe it's because it's all in retrospect. Maybe because I'm not, I'm not judging it as it happened. Because he died when I was, you know, 16. I didn't, I wasn't privy. I just knew Sinatra as the entertainer. I knew Sinatra the singer. And uh, Ocean's Eleven and 
Rat Pack. I knew him from that. I didn't know him. I, I didn't see. I didn't see it real time, and it wasn't. It probably wasn't. It probably wasn't advertised like it is today. He was probably protected by the press a little bit, rather than um, today, where there's a big gotcha culture and everybody wants to catch. Everybody wants to find these flaws. So fuck that. You know what? Fuck that culture. We're all flawed, and none of us are perfect. We've all made mistakes. So I'm a little bit warmed up on Tiger because of that. Because I because I do like because I do appreciate the fact that, and also you know it's a good it's a good lesson. Not all your heroes are going to be this the, the the man in the white hat, the John Wayne. And speaking of which, John Wayne not perfect. <laughs> John Wayne had had his own flaws. You know it's. I, Tiger, I'm not going to forgive Tiger for... I mean, I'm sure Sinatra is banging like actresses. You know, I mean, pretty openly... Went behind his wife's back to get uh, Ava Gardner. So... And, you know, today... uh, Today you accept all that. It doesn't feel good for me, but again... To know he was not a great father, to know that... But even still, his daughter has the show, Nancy for Frank, on uh, Sirius XM. Gotta love that. That guy just waltzing across the street. Guy could not have been walking any slower. And he waited till my light turned green to go. That's great. Um, so I've, I've softened a little bit on Tiger. I did, I'm, I'm back off on Lance Armstrong, though. It's brought to my attention after I softened on him because of dodgeball. They did try to ruin... Well, I'd read about it a little bit. He did try to ruin this uh, uh, the the, um, the reporter who kind of brought him down. But the thing is, the reporter was right. Everything the reporter was saying was accurate. So he, he tried to ruin this guy's reputation, calling him, I don't know, I forget exactly what it was, but saying he was making shit up or whatever, trying to ruin his reputation. And that's not fucking cool. You got caught, man. At the same time, you were trying to bring down a fucking bicyclist. All right. Everybody's got to relax with the bicycling. Oof. Rough show today. Wednesday. All right. Five questions. Five questions Wednesday. Fuck's the guy's name? Scott? Parry? What's his name? Fuck. The Knicks GM. That's who I want five questions for. We're back. Segments are back. What do you say? Uh, Monday is... We're going to start whacking cliches. Wednesday's five questions, which is never exactly five questions. It's just me saying what the fuck to uh, certain people. And uh, Friday, we'll announce on Friday. Maybe Trivia Thursday. We'll see if I can get a good trivia question for Thursday. We'll do that, too. Uh, five questions for Nick GM Scott Perry. What the fuck were you thinking, Scott? What's your fucking strategy now, Scott? What are you going to do now? You had the third pick in the draft. What do you do when Durant, doesn't, when Durant resigns with Golden State? Is, is, I mean, Kyrie Kyrie might be who they're going to get. You know, when, when none of these big-name free agents come, what's your, what's your plan? What is your plan? If it is Kyrie, how are you going to build around him? Kyrie had a problem with the Celtics last year. Who had a very good team around him. He had a problem with, what are you going to do when you have a rookie and R.J. Barrett and you have the other bums... You had a rattle. 
fucking coming out yesterday that you guys were going to trade the first pick for Anthony Davis. What's your fucking plan now? I guess you could trade three for Davis, right? I guess there's, there's probably... It would have to be more than the three, though. You might have to give up another. You might have to give up next next year's first round pick also if you're the Knicks. Protect it maybe. Do this year and next year's first rounders, but protect next year's if it's a top thirty pick or something like that. But yeah, I can see that. That might work, Scott. But you know, man, you're you're in for some problems, man. Really, this is a terrible strategy. You need to come with something new. I hope you. I hope you have something on the board. And I love it if you ask these people these things. Uh, don't worry about it. I got it. Well, there's nothing in your past. Or nothing in the Knicks past that would prove that or make me believe you that you had that you got it. I honestly don't think you got it. Um, that's it. That's my five questions. <laughs> Strive for perfection. There you go. And next day, just fucking throw all caution to the wind. Don't even uh don't even prepare anything for real. Just I woke up late this morning, alright? I had some issues, weird dreams, weird feelings in the middle of the night, alright? Hands just felt just like two balloons. All right, that's it for me. It's it for the 22. Oh, struggle. Thursday, we'll bring it. So C, if, if Monday was a C, yesterday was a good one. I didn't grade it, but today, I mean, this might this might be a C minus. I don't know. It didn't feel good. I want to give it a C, but it's a Wednesday, so it should be better than a Monday. So I think it's a C minus because it's a Wednesday. Anyway, <laughs> have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. Talk to you soon here in the 22.